tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. A warm welcome to you, uh, Omar Ramaru. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank you very much. Good evening to you, Patricia and the listeners. We are talking about the consumer education um, on uh, the rules and regulations around returns and refunds during the South African lockdown. Now, in terms of the returns and refunds for online purchases, of which a lot of South Africans have been doing right now, and actual walk-in-the-store purchases, are they the same or do they differ? Basically, the consumers had the right, according to Consumer Protection Act, when they return goods for a refund, for a full refund, in the following terms. When you're returning defective goods, the goods are not suitable or fit, fit for people, then you have the right as a consumer to return them and claim for your full refund. Or when you have ordered goods online and they do not fit the description, then you have the right to return them within seven days. You are given the cooling of period of seven days online. And when you... Okay, it seems your line is very bad there, Omar. Could you please move around and be in a place uh, where you've got proper uh, signal? Check. Okay, let me move. Okay, can I, you hear me? Now I can hear you perfectly. Let's go back. When you were talking about the online seven-day cooling-off period. Oh, yes, online, it gives you seven days for cooling-off period if the goods are delivered and they do not match the description according to what you've ordered online. And the other uh, rights that consumers have is when they've uh, purchased goods out of direct marketing. You know, when you purchase from the telephone calls that we you get, telemarketing co- uh, uh, sales, or when you you are working in the mall and people are selling ports there in the mall, that is direct marketing, or people coming at your doorstep and selling stuff in your house. So those are direct marketing sales. So you have the right to return those goods within five days. And online, it's within seven days. Then you qualify for your full refund. Then further, the law says, uh, when you purchase goods, you need to be given the right, if you are walking into a store, to examine the goods, touch and feel, to fit, to it seems like we've lost you there again, Omar. Let's take a bit of a break and then uh, our producer will try and get hold of you. This is SAFM okay. leading the conversation. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. You are tuned in to SFM Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Nduli. We are speaking social conversations with the Omar Ramaru, who is the Consumer Education Manager at the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman. Thank you very much, uh, Omar, for being with us. And uh, you were just explaining to us some of the rules and regulation around um, uh, the returns and refunds during this time of uh, the lockdown in South Africa. I'd like to remind everyone who'd like to weigh in on the conversation, perhaps you've had an experience 
experience. I'm going to share an experience that happened to my brother um, with an online purchase and find out what uh, the rules are around that. But if you'd like to share uh, your story or would like to ask your question, you can do so by dialing 011-714-4045 or 011-714-3945. You can also call 0891-104-207 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Omar, so you were still explaining to us uh, some of the rules and the regulations you said with telemarketing we've got five days in terms of the return policy with online purchases we've got seven days perfect and there therefore when you go to the store you you need to be given a chance as the consumer protection act to examine to touch and feel the garment to fit that the garments that you are you're about to purchase they fit you before you can transact. That is the right you have, you are given by the law as a consumer. So now we, when we look at the uh, policies that the retailers has put in place following the level four of opening stores to buy winter clothes and all that, we as the ombudsman has have since then received complaints from the public that um, I went to a store, purchased, and I was told that I cannot fit the clothes and then when i take them home fit them they are not uh, a right size when i return them they say no they cannot accept that so this is now when we realize that there is a really confusion in the market and then but whatever that the retailers has put into place as their uh, interim terms and condition for the purpose of uh, flattening the curve of the coronavirus we understand and we accept it. However, we are saying the policies must not contravene the Act, the Consumer Protection Act. The rights of consumers must not be violated. So whatever that the retailers are putting in place to protect the public from contracting the virus, it has to strike some balance, you know, between protecting and also making sure that they do not contravene the the rights that consumers are given. So when you tell me that I cannot fit, you are taking away my rights. So how then do I ensure that whatever that I'm purchasing is fit for purpose? When I get home, it's going to be suitable for me. I'm not sure if uh, we are following Patricia with the listeners. So that is exactly what made us as the ombudsman to release a statement to say, let us put those precautions or measures in place, but let us ensure that we do not violate the rights of consumers. Then maybe the listeners will say, how do then the stores will make sure that I do not take goods that are, uh, you know, are not safe to my house? And at the same time, Patricia, we understand that if you take the clothes home and you want to return back, the clothes. We do not know what kind of environment the clothes were in. And when you return them back, the next customer will buy them. It's not safe. That we completely understand. But we are saying, can the retailers notify the consumer? Can I be told in advance that this is what you are engaging yourself into? I must not be shocked when I have to return and then I'm told, voila, we cannot accept but you allowed me to transact. That's why as the ombudsman, we are saying retailers communicate, display those those policies so that the consumer can make an informed decision before they transact with you.
Now, was there no consultative um, um, meetings between the ombuds and the retailers when the lockdown came in, 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 in place? Because clearly, us as consumers have not been informed about these new laws of saying no fitting of clothes, don't touch this, don't touch that. And once it leaves the store, it cannot return. Not at all. There was no consultation of some sort. I I think when the president or when our government opened the platform at level four, that we may be allowed to go purchase winter clothes and whatever products that we want for the house. You know, it was then something that retailers didn't work on. And just to protect the public, they applied a blanket approach to say, we, we are not going to accept returns. We are not going to allow fittings. But then they forgot that there is a law that is granted to these people. The very same law, Patricia, I must say that it further states that it is correct to protect the public if there's a health hazard, you know. But then the law says it has to be with the guideline of some sort of regulation. And up to this far, we have not received any guidelines along those lines. So hence, as the Ombudsman Office, we say, until such time, the government releases those guidelines that goes in line with the health hazard. Can the retailers notify or put in place display so that the consumer can make an informed decision. We are saying we are taking precautions right now. We're going back to work, but there are guidelines that are given to say to continue to flatten the curve. We must wash our hands, disinfect, wear our mask. So same thing can be applied even in the retailers. But the bottom line is, can they make sure that there is communication. I mustn't be shocked when I have to return something and I'm told I cannot. Then what happens to the consumer who gets shocked, who was not aware of these rules and they enter into a store and they're told, well, you can't fit this, you can't keep on touching and pulling out of the racks and the rails. And I'm sure this has to do a lot with the clothing um, retail sector more than it has to do with uh, the, the food retail sector. However, what then happens? I get home, I come back. What? How, who's going to protect my rights? If I come to the ombuds office will you then protect my rights as a consumer that's a brilliant question patricia that's why we are there as the ombudsman and i must say and i must commend those retailers who respected and listened to us to say listen here guys you cannot you know deprive people from their rights and i must say big retailers have now withdrawn and make sure that they accommodate consumers at the same time protecting them so if there is still shops that are not making their customers aware how they can transact to protect them from affecting others then when their customers get surprised the customers has the right to come to the ombudsman then we can intervene and mediate the complaint because clearly it's a complaint. I was not told. I'm surprised. I cannot return. What must I do with the product? What must I do with the goods? You know. So the the, the ombudsman is their place to ensure that they educate that retailer. Because some, sometimes Patricia, the stores we can as as public we expect them to know the law, but you'll be surprised. Even the stores they do not know the law, and we think that whatever they are doing, they are doing it purposely, but 
after all, you, when you engage with them, you realize that they were not aware that they are contravening the legislation. So it is good that the public, when they experience such things, they bring it to our attention, then we will engage with that particular store. Let's go to our WhatsApp line. Remember that you can send your WhatsApp on 0614-104-107 or you can call us on 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045. We're speaking to Omar Ramaru, Consumer Education Manager at the Consumer Goods and Service Ombudsman and we are talking about the rules around returns and refunds during COVID-19 in South Africa. Good evening, SFM. This is Tabelo. I would like to make a contribution regarding the rights of the consumers, the most important ones. Number one, it's a right to freedom of choice. Number two, right to safety. Number three, right to be informed. And number four, right to be heard. Thank you very much. So the rights have been um, violated here, Omar. Yes, definitely. And I like the way the caller is, you know, identifying them and bringing them, the, the rights out there. You know, uh, because indeed the consumers are given those rights, rights of disclosure. So if you are not telling me that X, Y, Z is not allowed and you allow me to transact, that means you are not giving me that freedom to know your terms and conditions. You know, most of the retailers, we know that they, they've got their own terms and conditions that apply to that particular store. And they are not wrong. They are allowed to develop their own terms and conditions. However, the Act says the terms and conditions, they must be in line with the Consumer Protection Act. You cannot as a store or as a retailer, bring up a, a, a policy that says we do not take returns. You, you, you are d- 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 violating the customer's right because the act says you, the customer is allowed to return the product that is not fit for purpose. So if you are not, you are saying you, you put a plug in your store that says no returns, no refund, what are you saying? You are you are not following the law. And the same law that we are talking about says any business that is trading within South African borders, they need to to adhere to Consumer Protection Act. So you cannot come up with your own policies that are not in line with the store with the act. You are allowed to compile your internal policies, but they need to be in line. So that's why you find out that uh, policies of of different stores they differ from time to time when you go to a certain store they will say you can return within 14 days we will give you money or we'll give you store credit where you can return within 30 days that is allowed and it's only allowed if it's a change of heart however when you are returning a product that is defective then Consumer Protection Act has to apply. With a defective product, you have the right to claim for a refund or a replacement or a repair. We call them the three R's. That is your right as a consumer when the product is defective. However, 
if you are changing your mind, you realize you bought a green blouse. When you get home, you check your wardrobe, you've got another green blouse. You return it. That is change of heart. The act won't protect you. Then the store policy kicks in. I trust that we are following. It kicks in, the, the store policy, because now there's nothing wrong with that product. It's just change of heart. So if the store says, look, Patricia, we are sorry. We do not give a refund. We can only give you a store credit. Store credit means you can spend the same amount in our store. Then you cannot say, no, I'm taking you to the ombudsman because I want my money back. No, they didn't do anything wrong and there's nothing wrong with that product. So you need to follow their store policies. But if that blouse is tearing out the buttons, then that blouse is defective. When you return it, you have the right to tell them that you want your money back with no penalties or you want a new blouse. So those are your rights that you are given by the law. Now, you know, the thing that makes it uh, so uncomfortable is the fact that when we started this conversation, you were very honest with us that there was no consultation between the retailers, the ombuds and uh, lawmakers. So we are actually right now all on every side working from the cuff of our, uh, 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 you know, we are not really working from a basis where we have the actual knowledge of how to treat these issues. Um, but let's go to a WhatsApp here. Uh, Gideon in Zanin says the retailers and major shops have displayed that no return or touching or fitting of clothes. I think these are right. The retailers and shops are because we are fighting an invisible enemy which needs us to reason as humans how deadly a virus is. For as long as we lift rights above a pandemic, surely we'll be wiping out, we'll be wiped out by this virus. I understand what um, Gideon says. However, mm. you know, there's also the, the, the laws that have not been amended to suit this particular scenario. It's so true. Hence, we are saying for as long as those guidelines are not there, like other guidelines that were issued by our government that were clear, for now, in this particular sector, there ain't any. The the stores were open, but there were not guidelines that talks to health hazards. So we are saying for us not to be deprived from the right of examining, of fitting, ensuring that the product is fit for purpose. Can we put some policies in place? For example, you can put there in a display that no one goes to the fitting room without a mask or without sanitizing. You know, that is just an example that the store can put in place. And then if you are you have to return the garments, then they need to tell you that the garments will be disinfected and whatever. You know for the fact that all of us, our main aim is to ensure that we do not spread the virus, to curve it. So we need to put policies that are in place and they protect us all and not, they do not favor one party. Because if you're saying you are not, you, you're not allowing me to return, but you've allowed me to transact, you took my money. And now this thing is not fit for purpose. That means I'm losing as a consumer. Then that policy is not fair. So can we ensure that we put in place policies that are fair and will bring settlement to both parties?
Now, on our Twitter, we've got here ZA Empress, who says a very interesting conversation um, right now regarding consumer rights in the time of COVID-19. I went to a particular retail store, I won't mention the name, uh, this afternoon and was surprised to be informed I can't return goods. It's not written anywhere, just was told at the door. Then I went to another retail store thereafter and still no instruction and nothing written on the door. She says, do, lo, lo. So, I mean, these are major retailers. They are being communicated uh, verbally that you cannot return goods. But this, you are saying, is against the Constitution. And right now, there are no laws governing this current lockdown. It's true. You know, I'm really disappointed when I hear you saying it's big retailers. Because in our view as the ombudsman, this communication has gone out and we know that big retailers has adopted it. However, I would just like to advise the public out there that for such things, okay, our call center is now temporarily closed because we're working remotely, but we've got a Facebook page that has a WhatsApp pin. So can the consumers can then contact us directly, then we can respond promptly to those queries so that we can attend and speak to those retailers and understand why are they allowing consumers to transact if the terms and conditions are not clear or displayed. Now, you know, Omar, you've just mentioned something that just reminded me of the story I wanted to share with you and the listeners, that uh, my brother bought um, a particular equipment online, and it's an audio equipment. And when it reached um, the delivery point, he noticed that it was not the correct specs. And he tried to contact this particular call center, but no one responded. And uh, he emailed them and no one responded. And the seven days has lapsed. So what is the right of a consumer like this? Like you say, even your own offices, the call center offices at the ombuds office are closed due to this pandemic. Then what are our rights if no one is responding to us saying we cannot get hold of help? The main thing here, Patricia, is communication, communication. We advise retailers or businesses that ensure that your customers know how to contact you in times like this. You must put those channels of communication to their exposure so that they know how to get hold of you. You understand? But in that way, number one thing that we advise the public, when we transact online, we need to transact with reputable, reputable companies, well-known brands. Because if we are going to transact with a brand that is unknown, and then in times where you're sitting with a product with the with with a product that has a problem, you cannot get hold of them. Mm. But if your brother transacted with a repeatable company, I'm open, you know, to try and understand why there is not anybody on the other side to help him. Excellent. Thank you so very much, Omar. Omar, please give us the contact details, uh, whether it's a WhatsApp uh, number or it's an email address or Facebook or website where people can reach the ombudsman. Okay, the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman is contactable in various ways. Website, it's www.cgso.org.za. That website can guide you to lodge a complaint online. On the other hand, you can send us an email on info at cgso.org.za.
you can follow us on Twitter at CGSO Ombud. Then our Facebook page is Consumer Goods and Services Ombud. You can drop us a message or then the pin for WhatsApp is on the Facebook page. Then we can respond swiftly. Thank you so very much Omar, that's uh, the Consumer Education Manager at the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman. Off to uh, Zolega Kodashe in the news.